This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Across the Airwaves with Lung Talk, presented by Asthma Otago. Tune in the first Wednesday of every month at 12 noon for information on how to better manage breathing problems on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. Um, welcome everyone to Lung Talk, brought to you by Asthma Otago. Um, today, it's great to have Paul Reet back with us. Now, Paul works in the building alongside us. He's a, a counsellor and psychotherapist. And today, I'm going to use his expertise on um, how we look after ourselves and how we keep ourselves well. Now, well-being, it's a word that gets bandied around. Well, Paul, can you explain what you think well-being is? I, I suppose, I mean, it does get banded around, Linda, you're right. And and I think we had this discussion before, didn't we? Um, and, and then people really don't know what it means anymore. It's mm. like the word stress or depressed, you know, people think, yeah. oh, I'm stressed. But what do they mean by that? But I suppose well-being is about how healthy we're feeling within ourselves and our life. And it's not just about our bodies. It's about our social life. It's about the whole the whole area of our life, really. So I think it's a very holistic thing to think about as well. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right, Paul, yeah. isn't it, actually? Mm. Mm. Um, you know, being well physically is important, but also being well mentally mm. and socially mm. and all those things, isn't it? That's right. Yeah. 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 It's vital, really, I think. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I suppose, Paul, why don't you give us some tips about right. how we keep ourselves well? <laughs> I know, it's a big ask. I'm sorry. but but And we haven't got very long. Yeah. So um, over to you. Yeah, I mean, the kind of basics of well-being and health are, you know, the kind of big, the kind of big three are diet, exercise and sleep, as we know, and they're kind of common across everything. I mean, we do need to have a good diet. And there are particular things that we can look at when we're particularly thinking about our mental health and our diet is to have plenty of those veggies, plenty of green veggies because they help our memory. Um, really good things about vitamin B and stuff like that are really kind of good good for our thinking and also not thinking about too much eating too many of those carbohydrates mm. you know the cakes and the cookies <laughs> and all that stuff yeah. because that, that that can bring our mood down actually you know if we have too many and we know if we've had a big feed and we've had a lot of carbs we do feel quite bloated mm. and psychologically we'll kind of feel the same way so it's about having a good a good balanced diet and just to kind of keep an eye on those things and I know there's a lot of fads about diets going about there but it's about a lifestyle it's about trying to think well what am what what am I eating today that's going to be good for me and that's going to make me feel good about myself, really? Yeah, and sometimes it's those small changes to start yeah, with and absolutely. you can add a little change and then you add another little change yeah, that's right. instead of, you know, jumping in there the whole, oh, yeah, the whole I, hog. I wouldn't, yeah, that's right. So, you know, and there's lots of advice out there on websites mm. and stuff about the kind of things we should be eating. Um, but but the kind of basic things have not have not changed, have they? That's you know, right. good kind of protein, um, lo- lots of lots of fresh fruit and vegetables, low on the carbs, low on the fat. Yeah, and you yeah. can add a bit of fibre, and it's always good for Fibre's you too, always, isn't it? Always good because yeah. it keeps lots going. Of different things, that's absolutely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, so that's so that's diet and. Exercise is really important for our mood, so it encourages the happy chemicals in our body to to move ourselves around. And if we can't move very well, it's just about even even if we're sitting down, to just move move our bodies regularly and make sure we're doing lots of stretches and all those things. Because the more we can do to move a body around, the more we can, the more the more it'll help those happy those happy chemicals. They kind of recommend, don't they, that we should have half an hour to forty five minutes of walk each day and 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 kind 
kind of up and down hills is the best for our heart rate to get our heart rate up and stuff. But whatever works for people, really, I think, because otherwise it's too it's too much if we if we say you must do this and you must do that. It's about you finding a way that you can exercise for your kind of body's needs. And there was some research done. Um, it was a big a big research project that was a, with a, was a longitudinal study, and they kind of said that um, the dancing and singing were two of the the best things we could do physically for our mental health, which is really interesting, isn't it? So dancing and singing, because it makes us feel good. Dancing, we move all sorts of our body parts around. And I'm not not encouraging anyone to dance because it doesn't help everybody. (laughs) But just to kind of have some music and just move move your body around a bit, it's really helpful. Um, So exercise is really important. So diet, exercise, sleep, of course. Um, we We were told years ago, and I'm sure you were as a nurse like, I was as a nurse, you must, you must get your eight hours and all that. <laughs> well, it kind of depends, doesn't it? Because we're all very, very different. And some people survive on less hours of sleep, and that's perfectly fine. But it's about knowing our own body and what we need. But if we feel we're, we're, fe- we're getting tired in the day, it's a sign we're probably not getting enough sleep at night. And we need sleep to process the thoughts and the things of the day. That's why dreaming is really good um, and, and all that. Um, and we need to prepare ourselves for sleep. We can't just go to sleep. If we're highly stimulated on, on a device or something, that, that's not helpful before we go to bed. Um, we kind of know the thing about caffeine, too, too, too much caffeine before we go to bed and stuff like that. Although we've got research now to show that that doesn't really make a lot of difference. But anyway, <laughs> whatever. Um, but just prepare for sleep, which is important. So relax before you go to bed and just, ma- just make sure your bedroom is n- nice and cool, but not too warm and not too hot. And you have a nice, comfortable bed and all that stuff. And that will help you get to sleep. So relax before you sleep. So we've got diet, exercise, sleep. So those are the top three, Ooh, aren't they? Are, they okay. are indeed. Yes, yes, Steve. Are we, are, we, are we fine? Are we rolling? Yeah, we are. Rolling? We are indeed. I think those are really important things because yeah. part of my role is um, mm. a program that involves exercise for people with quite severe lung disease. Yeah, and um, the well-being that comes from that is great. Yeah. And so, you know, it's really proving that mm. exercise is. is just so important mm. to mm. keep ourselves well and mm. good for our mental mm. health. So it's and a that, great thing. And that, and that group you're doing is good, isn't it? Because that goes on to the next thing about the social connection. Absolutely. Because we need other people around us. We are social beings and it's important we have times to give and receive from people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's really, yeah, yeah. really, you know, so, and, and, and I think for some people, some people are natural loners, you know, they just want to be by themselves and that's fine. Absolutely. And, and I kind of risk, risk, respect that but the thing to look out for is that if we're normally a social person and we don't do that then something's changing within us that we're beginning to withdraw socially and that's something we can often notice in other people our friends and stuff oh she normally she normally goes out with us well what's kind of going on you know what i mean there might be an indication that the mental health is beginning to be affected because often that's the first thing that we go because being with people is very energetic we use a lot of energy, don't we? Be we do, people. in fact, actually. And not yeah. everybody um, sort of gets their vibe from that, do they? They, they? Don't at all. You know, and right. we talk about introverts and extroverts, That's which right. are kind of, um, yeah. you know, different personalities, I suppose, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And, yeah, as you're saying, some people aren't group people. Not, no. But it doesn't mean you still can't no. exercise. That's right. You can, can sing all. in the shower. That's you right. can put something on the telly and that's dance right. to the music. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, that's, so that's really good. I mean, the other thing is to just 
just have times when you can just be still with your body. I think this is important. Just to notice where you are, notice the scenery outside. We've got no excuse in New Zealand. We live in a beautiful country, don't we? We can observe things. We can listen for things. Just to give our bodies time just to be still. And a lot of people use meditation and all that. But actually all you have to do is just to sit still for a few seconds. Just listen to what your body's doing. Listen to the sounds around you. And just be very, very still. Um, and that's really helpful because if you think about it, our bodies are at it all the time. Our minds are at it all the time. And we need to give ourselves real rest. And I do think noticing things is really important. And then the, na- and the last thing, I mean, there's loads, but the, last, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, the, yeah. but the last thing is it's really important that we have time with our own thoughts and feelings because we, we got bombarded all day by thoughts and feelings about ourselves, about things we hear. We need time just to process those things sometimes. Mm-hmm. So if things are bothering us, we need to either talk them out with a friend or we need to write them out. A lot of people journal now. So journal is really powerful because you can write out your thoughts and your feelings, especially if you're angry about something, you just want to get it out on paper. That's useful just to process it out of your body. If not, we keep it all inside and then the stress begins to build up and then something else will happen. And then we get start getting snappy with people and all that stuff. But that's a sign that inside we haven't processed things right through through our brain and our body. Really, Yeah, so, I think those are really important things, aren't mm, they, Paul? Because they lives are busy these days, yeah, aren't they? Definitely. And, you know, we, we're constantly on our phones mm. and we just don't have that space to either stop no. and think about what's happening. We don't. And I think we do have to be really... Um, remind Mm. ourselves the importance of doing those things because you know kids and not only kids adults are glued to their phones now aren't they and um, actually there's always that stimulation there's always Mm. this that and you know you're Mm. talking about your thoughts Mm. you know the things you see the images you see of affect your thinking all the time don't they and um, it is really important to just stop and Mm. just Mm. look around and it doesn't Mm. take long no it doesn't and it's just seconds you need to do you need to just put the phone down sometimes. And I think we are impacted by social media and about things we read and things we see and the recent problems in Europe and stuff. We're bombarded with this Mm. stuff that we're seeing. And actually, that's fine, but we need to look after ourselves in that because we take that on board and then we have a view of the world that it's all such a negative place and it's a horrible place. And it's not. There's great things happening out there, but we don't actually often hear the good things, do we? Because no. we're always told the bad things that are happening. Well, that's why I think they seem to be more dramatic, don't they? <laughs> the, yeah, you very know. sensational. Yeah, yeah but so. I mean, you know, look, we're on beautiful day to day. Just yeah. stopping and looking at the clouds or right. the birds enjoying all the birds yeah. singing can just yeah. make such a difference, yeah, can't they? It's very important. Yeah. And I would, I would just give a plug for men. You know, men, you need to talk. You need to talk to your friends. You need to talk to your need to talk to your relatives. You need you need to go out for a drink and have a chat about how things are for you because men are not good at talking. No, women generally. This is a generalisation, general. of course. But you know, w- women are, are used to doing this social butterfly thing and they can talk all the time. But whatever, men always often find that really hard. Mm. And it's about men trying to find another man they can just talk to, just just to have a bit of a mate and a friend and just go out and just talk about stuff that's bothering them to get rid of that stuff mm. on their heads, you know, and I think it's useful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah it kind is. Kind of a plug for men. Oh, go men. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we don't, because we don't naturally talk, because we're not actually brought up that way to talk about no, our no, feelings and stuff. Absolutely like not. Know, so. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's really great yeah. advice, Paul. Yeah. So Thank there you, you go. You kind of got, 
your six things, you've got your diet, your exercise, your sleep, which are the basic ones. And then you've got your social connection. You've got your noticing things, just being present. And then you've got your thoughts and your feelings. So I think that, I mean, if we look after those, we generally are looking after our physical, mental, spiritual and social health, really. We're looking after all four. Excellent. So what about some sites that are on the Internet? Have you got any favourite ones, Paul, that you would recommend? I know there's the Mental Health Foundation yeah. of New Zealand. Yeah, M- Mental Health Foundation are brilliant because they have really good resources and they're really useful resources and you can download them for free and they have bookmarks. We kind of got a bookmark in front yeah. of us and stuff. So the Mental Health Foundation, I think, are the, probably the best um, people to kind of get direct resources from. Um, you can also you, you you can ring up organisations like Well South, Catholic Social Services, Anglican Family Care, all those people that do work with people. They will have they will have resources for people undoubtedly. Family Mental Health in Mosgill, where I used to work, they always have resources for people. So whatever you can find, I mean, I, I think I would just Google things and see I what know, you can find. Yeah. I mean, it's very hard though, isn't it? Because there are some things out there that are a bit, you know, mm. often we can't trust everything because Google doesn't always tell us the truth. But you will come across, so I would always go for official sites of charities, people who work with people with mental health problems, for example. Mm. They they will have, I think, the correct resources available. But often people's personal stories are useful. If you can plug into people's personal stories about how they manage their stress or their depression or their anxiety, yeah. they're really useful things to kind of read. You yeah. know, because we each we, we each have our own ways of managing with those things. Yeah. Um and, and there's good apps like Headspace is a good one. Um I've recommended that to people. And there's another one called Smile. Oh, I've heard, um, I have and, heard that. And, name and they're before. all kind of um, mindfulness things, which yeah. is another buzzword around, <laughs> you know. But it's 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 all about just being present with your feelings. But but mm. they're useful things to help to help us relax and stuff. So great. So I suppose, Paul, you've talked about just keeping ourselves well. Yeah. But what happens if we feel like we're struggling a little bit and we're feeling a bit flat and a bit down? Yeah. And it, I mean, you know, sometimes. Life is like that, mm. isn't it? And we, you know, we can't always be no. woohoo. No. Um, but when, when should we notice? When should we be saying, mm, actually, mm. perhaps I need a little bit of help. I need yeah. a little bit of support with okay. with how I'm feeling. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you really, I've really touched on a good point there, Linda, because I think it's very important that we normalise a lot of our feelings. At times, we feel down. We feel blue. We feel a bit anxious. We feel a bit panicky. I mean, I was panicky about coming today. You know, <laughs> it's normal. That's normal human yeah. emotion. The problem is that when when that becomes um, when that gets to a level that we're not coping with life, that's when we we need to think, hey, something's going on here for us. We need to stand back a bit and go, okay. How can I help myself? And the first thing we can do is just check on those six things. Mm. Am I being socially active? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I eating the right kind of food? Have I had a stressful time recently? Therefore, I am feeling tired. I will feel low. Do I need more sleep? Do I need more exercise? So just we need to do a self-evaluation. Sometimes mm. that's why it's useful to be quiet and sit back and just see what's going on for us because often we feel the extra stress because other things are happening to us. And then we can do something about it very early on. So early on is helpful. But think, I think key things to watch out for as our mental health begins to deteriorate are we'll always be affected by our sleep in some ways. We'll either sleep too much and not feel refreshed or we'll not, not sleep enough, we'll have disturbed sleep. Diet, we either eat too much of the bad things 
or we don't eat enough because we don't feel well enough to eat. So all those basic things will begin to slow down. And then our cognitive functions, that's the other thing. We, our concentration won't be as good. Um, we won't be able to solve problems as well as we did. Things become overwhelming and we're less tolerant of people. We get a bit snappy with people, people we normally put up with <laughs> and we just want to slap, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Normally>. Um, <laughs> know you know what I mean? Whatever. Anyway. Um, so, so those are the things to watch out for. Sure. You know, any changes within us. And it's about being self-aware to kind of, you know. So moving moving on, there are a lot of places people can go to for help. Sure. There are. Obviously, there are private counsellors and psychotherapists. You go on the websites of uh, the counselling and the psychotherapy people. Um, you can just Google those people and you find out information about them. There's a lot of counsellors. I believe Dunedin's got a lot of counsellors. There's a lot of counselling practices around. But the best way to go on the NZAC website, which is New Zealand Association of Counselors, they have all the people who are registered, and so they're useful and they normally have a bio there. But there are organisations like Well South Primary Network offer five sessions through the GP, so you can go for some strategies and some help to help with your mental health. You just have the five brief sessions. Catholic Social Services offer, offer counselling to people. Often that's free as well. Um, turning point that's based here, we kind of offer counselling and psychotherapy to people as well. Um, so there's a lot of private options as well as as well as public options. But if people can't can't afford it, there's often ways that people can get around that through grant money or they can get a benefit through wins if they're on a low income. Um, you know, I always think with our service that I never will turn anybody away if they can't pay. We'll find a way. We'll right. always find a way. We can always find resources for people. So, you know, I would just reach out and just ask help. Often we feel that our pride is lost if we reach out for help, but actually it's the best thing we can often do. And the other thing to watch out for is often the people nearest will notice that we're changing and they'll go, do you think you ought to go and talk to somebody? And we go, no, of course not. <laughs> but actually that's probably the best thing we should be doing. Uh, yeah, sure. You know, and so we have to, when we're feeling under pressure, we have to stand back sometimes and listen to the people who are nearest and dearest to us because they normally know things that we haven't noticed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they can point things out to us and say, well, I think it might be whatever. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I suppose that yeah, that's really helpful um, yeah. advice, Paul. Um, there is the... Um, Phone line as well, is yeah. that right? One seven, what is it? One seven four seven. Yeah, I think that's. I hope I've got that right. Oh no, it's kind of on my wall in my office. Yeah, I know it's yeah. everywhere. But but that's good because you've got you've got. One seven three seven. One seven three seven. It's numbers on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, that's a really good because people can phone any time of the day. The trained counsellors are there and they talk to you. Um, and it's all in confidence. And a lot of people find it easy just to talk on the phone with people. Yeah. That's fine as well. Yeah, and because, you know, people are used to being yeah. on their phone a lot, they are. often, um, you know, and perhaps just not sitting face-to-face -face with someone, yeah. they feel that it's easier to do that. So yeah. it's giving someone else another option, isn't so. it? Absolutely. So. so those are, yeah, that's really great advice. Thanks, Paul. The yeah. other thing is, I suppose, is for family and friends, because you mentioned they might be the people that are actually noticing changes a little bit earlier. Mm. How can they support someone who's, you know, just having a tough time and, mm. and feeling really flat and low. Because sometimes, as you talked about, they pull away from those okay. connections. Mm. Um, so mm. how how can they support that person? I think sometimes we have to be brave enough, don't we, to talk to our friends in yeah. a direct way and say, hey, I've noticed that. 
you know, you're not coming out as much or you've just been a bit low lately or you've kind of saying that you're not sleeping very well. You know, we can bring things gradually and gently in with people and say, hey, you know, can we go out somewhere? Can we just have a chat about it? Yeah. Do you want to? We can offer to give people some time because mm. that's so valuable. And just to listen to what people have to say because often people need permission to talk and often it's good just to give people the space and say, look, I've got... I've got an hour. Let's go out for coffee. Let's have a chat. Let's have a catch-up. haven't had a catch-up for a while. You know, you can do it in subtle ways. You yeah, don't have to yeah. say, I've noticed, you know, <laughs> list, list, list. You can say, hey, you know, I haven't seen you for a while. Let's have a, let's, yeah. let's have a chat. And that probably sounds manipulative. It's not. I don't think it is. It's just being a friend. It's just going out. With, and if people are in that relaxed environment, they know you've got the time for them. They're more likely to want to talk to you, I think. Yeah. I think you it's know. about the listening too, isn't it, Paul? Yeah, so I mean, sometimes important. all that advice that yep. we sometimes get is not always the helpful advice, is it? It's about listening and just mm. acknowledging yep. that it is, mm. you know, things mm. are tough and, mm. you know, maybe do you need a bit of a help or yep. whatever, isn't yeah. it? Mm. And um, perhaps mm. heading them in the right direction right. or maybe offering to go with them, yeah. that, that sort of thing. That, I mean, that's that's not for everyone. Do. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I think sometimes we kind of think we want to fix our friends and, our, you know, because we kind of have ideas for them, but we don't give them time actually to talk about what they want to talk about and then we make assumptions about what what might be wrong with them yeah. and then we when we shoot these ideas to them and actually we don't give them time to actually explain what's <laughs> that's happening right. yeah. yeah we you might know? think it's a great <laughs> idea right. but, but they might, think might not be there whatever. might not be there um the the way that they would like to, to solve well. and deal with things. Well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's excellent. So mm. I think we've covered a whole lot of information. Really it's been yeah. really um, a great session. So it's about looking after yourself and about those things. It's about keeping those basic things. Diet, Diet. exercise, sleep, social connection, being with the world, being a one with the world and doing something with our thoughts and feelings. Yeah, absolutely. So that's been really helpful. Thank you, Paul. And I hope people that have been listening have sort of just, you know, taken on board some of that. And it might just be just going, sitting in the sunshine or, you know, looking out the window and just taking a moment to just calm and drop those shoulders, take a nice breath and just have a wee, wee moment. That's right. Lovely. Excellent. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, this is brought to you by Asthma Otago, and you're very welcome to give us a call. Our phone number is 471 um, and we work with people with lung conditions, so call us if you've got any questions, and um, we will see you next month. Asthma Otago's Asthma Centre is open from 9 to 12, Monday to Friday, offering practical advice on how to better manage your condition. Call in and visit their rooms, have a cuppa and browse through their range of resources, or just have a chat. You'll find Asthma Otago at Dunedin Community House, 283 Moray Place, and you can call them on 471 6167. Asthma Otago, supporting people with asthma and respiratory disease. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.